Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and sometimes, accidentally, in spite of myself, something funny or interesting happens. This is Previously Live. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but right now there is a legitimate fucking tidal wave of Me Too accusations that are coming out against figures in the gaming community. Have you guys been following this? There is so much I want to talk about with regards to that specifically, but just just with 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 even without getting into the fucking details of it, like there are a lot of really prominent figures that uh, associated with gaming with Twitch, you know, um, who have been Me Too, and a lot of those allegations are looking pretty. Pretty fucking credible right now, my dudes. I don't really know. I'm a big fan of innocent until proven guilty, but sometimes, whew, I mean, sometimes the evidence is simply incontrovertible. What are you going to do? Now, the reason why I bring this up initially is because I feel like the internet is... Oh, thank you so much, comrade. Oh, I will, Geronimo. I feel like the internet is really, really bad at detecting predators. Like, really bad at detecting predators. Now I know what you're thinking. What? We've we know that Anision's a predator. And there have been at least two or three YouTubers who have been canceled for being predators. Well, let me submit to you this um counter this this counter argument, this corollary. Um, all YouTubers are pedophiles, except me. All of them. But one of them especially. Yeah, you all, you all know I'm right. No, in all seriousness, though, I'm joking. I'm joking. In all seriousness, though, um, man, the internet is a really weird place. And when I, I mean that, sorry, that's so vague. It doesn't mean it doesn't even mean anything. Um, the there is a very specific type of social condition that YouTube celebrities find themselves in that makes it very easy for them to be predators and get away with it. This is a position that was historically enjoyed by rock stars, musicians, famous artists, or other auteurs who had fan, um, you know, large fan bases that they could pull sex from. Now, I'm just going to speak really candidly, okay? I'm not like some massive e-celeb. I'm like small to moderately sized at this point, but I can tell you this with absolute certainty. If a predatory person, somebody who genuinely just wanted to get as much as they could out of their audience in like an abusive sexual sense, had my level of power, they could do an unbelievable amount of damage. It is astonishing how much trust and power is invested with people with essentially no um, oversight and how little we do to check their behavior. And with all of that, I want to talk about Shane Dawson, somebody who was approximately 80 fucking thousand times as large as me. So, you know, the problems are amplified. Here's a big old Twitter thread. You've probably seen it. I want to talk about it. Shane Dawson sexualizing young children a thread. Massive content warning. This thread is really sickening. Oh yeah, fair warning. If you don't like any of this crap, um, you can dip out now, I guess. If you don't like these the the these spicy tweets. <laughs> I love you too. Can you twerk for us? I know twerking is insane. 
Oh, I love you too. Oh, I love you too. Now shut up and twerk. Maybe she can't hear us. Okay, wait. Okay, okay. Twerk for us. <laughs> oh, here we go. She's she over in front of us. Oh, yeah! 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 Very nice uh, cover up here by the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, now tell her to show herself. Stop it, Shaylee. <laughs> now, this will be the first of a 27 part um, a spoken series where I explain why telling. Uh, underaged fans to shut up and twerk and then expose themselves to you through the Omegle Cam series uh, is, uh, is, is not a good thing. It's actually a bad thing. No, but in all seriousness, this clip has been public for years. That clip that was just, that we just looked at, that that's not, that wasn't a leak. That's been known for years. How are we only having a conversation about Shane Dawson right now? This is one of the things that's really fucked up about abusers or about predators. Everything looks really crystal clear in retrospect, okay? And you can ask any victim of long-time abuse, and you can tell... This is the... Th okay? This is the thing that sucks the most about ab being an abuse victim, okay? I wouldn't know. I've never been subject to long-term abuse, okay? But here's the thing that sucks the most, okay? I can... I'm ascribing this, okay? And you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. The worst thing is that if you've been a victim of abuse, eventually you get out of it, and then you look back at the warning signs early on in the relationship, and you think, I'm a fucking idiot. What the fuck? How did I not... How did I not figure that out from the beginning? How did... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the worst feeling, I think, that they get. Because the thing is, there are always conceivable explanations that you could give, um... To, to justify, like, really, really bad behavior. But then when you look at its totality, like, in retrospect, you're like, holy shit, there was no other explanation. And that is the thesis that I am submitting to you. That the internet is willing to give any excuse whatsoever to, uh, to defend their parasocial daddies. And I'm going to tie this around. One of the biggest excuses we give is that it's just a joke. That we give edgy content creators every conceivable excuse imaginable because we don't want to believe that they're as bad as their jokes make them up to be. And as a follow-up, and here's, here's the real meme, for those of you who remember my conversation with Count Dankula, Count Dankula's approach to comedy, where you can just say something's a joke and it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if you associate with other people who unironically believe that thing, makes it impossible for us to find out who are real predators and pedophiles online. Because as long as we're willing to just say everything's a joke and never actually consider inductively what evidence might lead to their behavior, we do not give ourselves the opportunity to investigate um, or, or consider the possibility that they might be predators. And so for that reason, because for some reason, everyone who thinks it's okay to be racist doesn't think it's okay to be a pedophile. I'm not entirely sure how that works. Like the, I'm not entirely sure how the utilitarian calculus lines up in the case of, you know, some people. But... If we're going to use exclusively pedophilia and sexually predatory behavior as a metric for what sort of stuff we should avoid online, then fuck it. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's watch what happened. Shane Dawson, one of the most prominent figures online. I heard about this motherfucker all the time through high school and up. And how this person was so fucking obviously a sexual predator. And we did not do anything about it because he was edgy. And because he was edgy, all of his obviously predatory behavior was just a joke. It's just okay, no matter how obvious it was. 
Let's get into it. I'll include it anyway for those who have yet to see. On a podcast, he... Well, well, listen to him. This child was probably six years old, and um, I was taking a picture of something. And the kid turns to me and goes, oh, are you Instagramming? And first of all, how does a five-year-old, six-year-old know what Instagram is? Right. Which is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I was embarrassed because, yes, I was, and it was a picture of my salad. <laughs> and the six-year-old girl goes, um, oh, how many followers do you have? I have 125,000. No. Her dick was almost as big as mine. Really? And I said, okay, little big dick, why do you have so many followers? And she goes, oh, I'm a cheerleader. And I'm like, oh, really? And she shows me her Instagrams, which are like, first of all, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but like, she's like sexy. She's like sexy. You're disgusting. I know. Listen, we've talked about pedophilia before. Oh, shit. Do not say this. And it's sexy. You're disgusting. I know. Listen, we've talked about pedophilia before. No, no, this before. is the, it's Shane. Like, <laughs> like, do not say this, and do, like, I don't even want to talk about it. Like, you will get arrested. Like, he kind of can. Listen, he, he allegedly, has this justification, justification for pedophilia, okay. and it's so disturbing. And like, I, I just pretend that he doesn't. <laughs> okay, wait, no, like, no. Let me explain. Let no. me. Ex- now, this is just a hot tip for any of you sick, nasty content creators out there. This is this is my. This is my, this is Vosh pro tips on how to run an online career, okay? When you're talking about how a person you've described as six years old is sexy, and your co-host spends 20 seconds telling you that this is disgusting and you need to shut the fuck up, the follow-up to that uh, injunction should not be... Just pretend that he doesn't. <laughs> okay, wait, no, like, no, let me explain, let no. me explain. No, but let me explain, let me explain. That's just, just, that's a quick, I'm just hitting you with a quick, that's uh that's Vosh tips number one. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get more, I imagine, um, over the course of this. Plane. Oh God. Here's my justification for pedophilia. I can't. Here's my thing. People have foot fetishes. People have fetishes about, you know, everything. Fine. Everybody do your thing. So why is it when somebody looks at. A Google's like naked baby on Google and jerks off to it, they can get arrested. Because, I don't understand. Because that. now it should be noted, and fairness where fairness is due, this is edited, obviously. That's why we keep cutting to this title card thing. Now it's possible that the unedited version is more flattering. But given the context of the discussion here, I have a feeling that we're just cutting to the most bad bits. You know, most bad, the worst bits. Here's the worst part of it. I actually went to Google and I'm like, oh God. I don't want to see. You can I don't arrest it. I know, but I just wanted to see like, okay, let me just pretend, let me pretend like I'm a pedophile for a sec. Okay, this is edited to fuck. This is super fucking obnoxiously edited. So I typed in naked baby. First of all, they were sexy. (laughs) Okay, back to the Instagram. Um, So I look at this little girl's pictures and she had makeup on. She had her tongue out. She was doing like the peace sign. She was doing a backflip. Is she like honey boo boo? Is she fat? No, she was like a skinny little sexy six-year-old. Okay, so I will admit the constant editing, the spooky music is pretty obnoxious, but... I think there were some, there were some decent, there were some choice clips in there, you know? Now, this is what actually started this current cancellation. This is an old clip of uh, Shane Dawson pretending to masturbate to uh, one of the, isn't this one of like um, the Smith kids? Oh God, 
Oh, I'll whip your hair back and forth. Oh, 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 Willow. Oh, I'll whip your hair back and forth. Oh, yeah, which is super cool. And apparently, yeah. So yeah, this has led to a, a condemnation from the Smith family, which is um, man, getting called out by the Smiths. That's like, that's pretty fucking wild. Jada Pinkett Smith and her son Jaden are taking a stand against Shane Dawson. On Saturday, the mother-son pair called out Dawson, 31, on Twitter after an old clip resurfaced of the YouTuber seemingly masturbating to a poster of Willow Smith, 19, when she was age 11. Jada and Jaden's tweets came out after Dawson released a YouTube video titled Taking Accountability, in which he apologized for his past actions, including using blackface and saying the N-word. To Shane Dawson, I am done with the excuses. Three quarters of a million likes on Twitter. Jesus Christ. Oh, I saw this one on my feed, naturally. Shane Dawson, I am disgusted by you, you sexualizing an 11-year-old girl who happens to be my sister. Is the furthest thing from funny and not okay in the slightest bit. Because it's, it's in all caps. So that's my, that's my approximation of the shouting. Uh, I guess that didn't really sound like shouting, but... Now, I submit to you an inquiry. Is being edgy funny? The answer obviously is yes. That's why you all are here. If you wanted not edgy leftists, then you would have gone to somebody else's stream, okay? You could have gone and watched a Sean video on repeat, the one you get every three months, as opposed to my daily streams. There's no other reason why you could be here, okay? It's because you like the edge. The thing is, edginess is in and of itself empty, unless it is being used in service of delivering a particular argument. Edginess on its own is vacuous. Edginess on its own is as vacuous as civility politics on its own. I am as impressed by people who are edgy with no point as I am with uh, suburbanite wasp families who tie uh, sweater shirts around their waists and complain when their children put their elbows on the table, okay? It's aesthetics with absolutely no content. It's not impressive. The problem is... Very often, people will mistake edginess towards an undesirable point for empty edginess. Now, with regards to Shane Dawson, I don't know if Shane Dawson is a pedophile. It is impossible for me to know. I do not know. I will not pretend to know. However um, compelling the evidence may at times seem. However, I do know one thing for sure, and that is, if we give people like Shane Dawson a pass for that behavior, we will never be able to know who is or is not a pedophile. We will never be able to know who is or is not a predator. We lose the ability to check people's behavior and determine who is a threat to our online communities if we are not willing to hold people accountable for the things they do and say. And that, ultimately, is the biggest fucking problem here. I don't know if Shane Dawson is a pedophile, and I never will know because I can't get inside that noggin. I'm not capable of getting inside that noggin. But the only way we can ever know if somebody is a predator or engages in predatory behavior is if we inductively reason from bits of evidence they leave from their behavior. That's the only way we can do it. It's if we look at what they're doing and what they're saying, and we think, this is a little bit suspect here. 
we can't do this if we have this nihilistic, uh, completely detached response to every type of otherwise socially irresponsible behavior we have online. This is why we have manners. You guys want to know why we have manners? They serve a social purpose. Not because not following manners hurts other people, but because people who do not follow manners usually have other shit going on with them. Like, for example, if you're walking by somebody on the sidewalk and they shoulder check you, like lightly, just bump, you know, they could have moved, they didn't. Did that really hurt you? For the most part, it doesn't. It wouldn't really hurt me, I don't think, because I'm a fairly big guy. Maybe if you're, like, really small, it wouldn't. Or maybe if they were really big, it would hurt me, too. But generally speaking, being shoulder-checked is more of a light inconvenience than it is, like, a threat or a harm to you. But we still hate those people, don't we? We despise those people. We do. Don't lie to me. We despise people who shoulder-check others in public. In high school? Do you remember that? In high school? When the big, the, the big fucking jock dudes with the chip on their shoulders, the, uh, they, every, they have, everyone has to know how big and masculine they are. They'll like, fuck, uh, uh, through the fucking high school hallways, shoulder checking everyone they walk by, you know, because they makes them feel like they have the biggest fucking dick in the yard. You know, we hate these people and we hate them not because of the harm done to us via the shoulder check. We hate them because what they are doing is signaling a disrespect for the people around them. And what Shane Dawson is doing right now is signaling predatory behavior. And we need to be looking out for the signals if we want to understand or predictively prevent bad behavior on the part of public figures. Regardless of... Ooh. Time to see some hot, sexy bitches wearing my Hot Topic shirts. Damn. Oh, if I Justine wasn't watching, I would rape all of you. <clears throat> all right. Wow, those girls were like 12. Get that one more time for, uh, for uh, emphatic effect. You can really zoom in so we can appreciate how young these people look. Time to see some hot, sexy... Also, one quick thing. This is a... Tw this is a recorded video... This is a video in landscape being recorded by a video in portrait that we are now once again watching in landscape. I feel like somebody could have edited this a little bit better. Could have edited this a little better. See bitches wearing my Hot Topic shirts. Hot Topic. Damn. Oh, if I Justine wasn't watching, I would rape all of you. <clears throat> all right, you guys. All right. Now I think that last one was like 10. I don't know. I can't really tell how young kids are just by looking at them, but I'm... I'm very comfortable in saying that none of those girls were 16. Easily. That's easy. Oh, yeah. Oh, is this dog shit? Oh, oh my God. He does this every time. Oh, yeah. Daddy likes. Oh yeah, this per apparently he's done some weird. You you guys know the cat the cat thing, right? Don't pull away and let me cuddle you for part part now. Oh, no, my dog's a really hurt. needy guy. No. <laughs> get that volume up a little. They will never love me. Mm. Some terrible things. I used to. Oh no, I don't know if you want to go there, Shane. What'd you do? <laughs> 
<laughs> one time I laid my cat down on her back. Are you gonna get arrested for this? I don't I don't know. No. Think about it. Mm, I don't think so. Okay, go ahead. I didn't penetrate. <laughs> I laid the cat down on her back I and then penetrate. I, I, I moved her little chicken legs like you know, spread open or whatever. And I was like, if I just like hump, but like on her tummy, like that's not weird. Like whatever. And then I humped and I humped and I humped and it kept going, kept going. I came all over the cat. No, you did not. It was like my first sexual experience. No I was also way. like 19. <laughs> so it's like, you know. Wait a minute. Wait a second. Did you just say you came on a cat? Guys, I think I have to put money in them either. Yeah, right? Uh, but you know who likes cats? I never did anything like that. Well, I never did anything crazy like that. Maybe that's dog. why you don't like pussy anymore. So he later went on to say that was a joke. I'm pretty sure that wasn't a joke. None of that really came off like a joke. Now, again, I hear you wondering, how is this relevant? Like, how if we're talking about him being like a predator, how is it relevant that he definitely fucked his cat's stomach? Well, and I again, I submit this to the jury, a long-standing history of freak behavior tends to correlate pretty hard to predatory behavior. Again, it's how manners work. How does a how does a how does a serial killer get started? You know, I think it's generally pretty well known that serial killers get started typically they abuse animals. That's usually how they start, you know? But there's always some sort of initial like sort of step, you know, pulling legs off spiders or something like that. But eventually, if you scale it back far enough, it's like, well, hold on, pulling a leg off a spider, like, we kill spiders all the time, is that really that bad? To which the answer is, on its own, not really. But it contributes to a larger pattern of behavior. And I really have to wonder about Shane. When Shane did that cat, I came on my cat thing, um, he then did, like, a bunch of tweets where he said like oh it was all a joke and they got they got tens and tens of thousands of, of of likes too which means that there is still a substantial audience of shane dawson fans who have had all this evidence exposed who've had all of this made you know uh known to them and they'll still defend this person but i don't know <laughs> We're not even close to being done. But we'll see how far we can get. Uh, do we have some ableism here? And this is my problem. I don't know shit about history. When I was in high school, I hated history. Almost as much as I hated my blind home ec teacher. That wasn't a hamburger. That wasn't. Oh, is the joke because he was lying a second? Okay. Um, I think my I think my biggest problem with that is that it was very not funny. Does everyone else remember what YouTube was like back in two thousand eight? Holy fuck! I am so happy we don't live in those times anymore. Jesus Christ. Yes, it is me, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. And I just want to let you know that I, Liberty Van Fett, am choosing you to be my new object of affection. You should be! I'm 
I'm sorry, when I become Nikki, I just get so angry. He's done a lot of wacky stuff. Not really sure. Are you crazy? That girl's so sexy. Dude, are you crazy? I think that's a tranny. What? Check me out. Nice. Um, the thread goes on for a really long time. Um, oh, do we have some more kitty stuff here? Oh, that's good. This girl is 12. Her face is covered for her sake. Look at you. Where'd you get your pants at? Look, it's like little Sinead. H&M. Girl, ooh, that sounds dirty. That sounds rough. H&M. Good job, Lucy. But next time, shake your titties more. And you, take off the jacket and show more. Jesus Christ. And Lucy, I checked my statistics and I have a lot of child molesters watching. So can you please eat a cocktail weenie? <laughs> Do it slow. <laughs> Oh. Oh, I like that chocolate, that weenie. Ooh, it tastes so good. Do like an Asian, like. Man, this guy's like putting it all together. Okay. He's speed running. What? All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Might as well just show a black bar, just the whole black screen. <laughs> no copyright, YouTube, no copyright. Now, again, all of this has been no- like, none of this was just leaked yesterday. How have we not done something? Like, I'm really genuinely curious. Is it all just, like, edgy comedy? We get the point, Vosh, stop it, please. Are you sure? You sure you've gotten the point? Because we're nowhere near the end of this thread. Are you sure we don't want to fucking watch 12 more videos of Shane Dawson creeping on like 10 year old girls? Are you entirely positive that we have had enough of this content? I've, I think I've had enough personally. For those of you who want to take a look, I mean, it goes on and on and on and on. I mean, you can, I'm scrolling through. We, here, how about we just scroll through it together? Okay, how, how about we do that? Here, we're scrolling through. Just, just imagine all the fun time we could be having. Oh, are these DMs of him, like, grooming people? Probably. I've heard from five women who have had experiences with Shane Dawson when they were 11 to 14. Sometimes the girls would twerk for his attention. He really seems to, like... I don't get it. I mean, if you're into twerking and little... Don't you need to have, like, a fat ass to twerk anything? I feel like... Like, you, like why a kid? I don't know. Anyway, it goes on essentially forever. Um, now, the, um, the point that I'm laboriously trying to get at here is that the secret technique, the top secret technique, um, uh, that predators engage in is the normalization of their behavior. That's the number one thing that predators can do to get people on board with their behavior. But you have to remember, when you're a public figure, there are two types of normalization that you have to engage in. One of them is very easy, and one of them is very hard. 
Now, let me start if you're a regular, you know, average uh, run-of-the-mill predator, dime-a-dozen predator, okay? If you're a dime-a-dozen predator, your job is to find and isolate one person, uh, remove them from anybody who might be able to inform them better, and then do everything you can to exploit and abuse them while normalizing your behavior so they don't talk about it with other people. And that can be, depending on how uh, much of a piece of shit you are, a fairly difficult, you know, process, um, or it could be easy, really depends, a lot of variants, okay? However, if you're a public figure online, that part is insanely easy because you get to take advantage of your fame, wealth, and parasocial relationships. First of all, Shane Dawson is extremely wealthy, which means that in a material sense, he can do basically whatever he wants. Second of all, he is very famous, which means that he has an army of fans who will always defend him no matter what he does. And third of all, Shane Dawson is a YouTuber who is very popular with children, which means that not only does he have a large parasocial fan base to pull from, it also means that that fan base he can pull from is full of kids. And all that put together means it's really, really easy to manipulate and normalize your behavior with one individual. I bet you those girls, and I want to get out ahead of this, a lot of people are going to make fun of the kids. Like this person who just said stupid kids. Well, here's a hot tip. All kids are stupid. If you're a little kid, if you're 12 years old, and you're given an opportunity to meet in person the idol that you have online, it doesn't matter what your gender is or what your fucking whatever. Fuck, it doesn't even matter what your age is because people get baited into this when they're adults too. Being given the opportunity to meet somebody like that in real life, you know, holy fuck. Let me give you an example, okay? I would like to consider myself a person who would be fairly difficult to abuse because I'm incredibly fucking <laughs> abrasive in real life and very picky with who I spend time with. But it could happen to anyone. Let me tell you this. Two years ago, um, before I had any public platform, I probably would have, if I had the money, which I didn't at the time, I probably would have gone to great lengths to have met ContraPoints, who I was a tremendous fan of back then and remain to be a tremendous fan of today. Um, and if I had met ContraPoints in person, it is undeniable that if ContraPoints had been weird to me, I probably would have made up excuses to justify that behavior on her part. Because I don't want to meet a hero and then think, oh God, this act they're actually kind of a weirdo. What I want to do is think, oh, okay, well, this is just their peculiarity, this is their quirk, this is their esoteric behavior, and, you know, I just have to... whatever, like, it's not a big deal, you know? You invent excuses, you make up reasons. It's the same thing that you do with parents very often. When parents fuck up when parenting you, but you're really young, so you haven't grown critical of your parents yet, you're like eight or nine or whatever, you'll tend to invent excuses, you know? That's why so many kids blame themselves when their parents break up, because they don't want to imagine that their parents are independently responsible for something being fucked up, like, in their life. It has to have come from you. We have a reflexive, almost evolutionary defense um, against introspection when it comes to defending the behavior of people who we hold in high regard. So I don't want people blaming the kids or anything like that, because being put in their position, um, what they did, I think, was fairly understandable from their perspective, obviously not from Shane's. So with that being said, actually manipulating and normalizing the behavior that you're engaging in with the victims of your predation is really easy for someone like Shane Dawson, but that's not the real game. 
The real game is normalizing your behavior to the audience. And that is what I care about. Because Shane Dawson may at any given point in time be manipulating only one individual little girl, but there is at every point in time hundreds of thousands or millions of people playing spectacle to the behavior of Shane Dawson. And that is where we have responsibility. Now, everything that I've showed you, all these video clips, all these little screenshots and tech messages, all this shit, the vast majority of it has been public for a long time. So why the fuck do we have so much trouble identifying and getting rid of predators in our midst? Right now, there's all that Me Too shit going on on Twitch. Well, there have been, to my knowledge, about a dozen men Im uh, implicated in accusations of sexual abuse or outright rape. Some of them with Method Josh, he sounded like a fucking supervillain. He was literally like manipulating people into the bedroom, raping them, and then wringing his hands as he talks about how he always wants to like murder a woman or jerks off to the thought of like a genocide or something like that. Jo like he literally sounded like a bad like D&D &D villain or something, you know, like that. But Josh's weird behavior has been publicly known for a long time. Fedmeister of the offline TV house and a friend of Lily Pichu, a content creator who I'm a big fan of, has been implemented by Lily Pichu and by another person. And in spite of this now coming out, Fed has engaged in a lot of creepy behavior in the past. Implicated? Implicated, not implemented. Shut up. Despite that, Fed has done a lot of creepy shit in the past. I remember seeing a clip where Lily Pichu retracted her statement, don't cite her. Lily Pichu retracted her statement because she felt apologetic for being involved in the, um, in the accusation, and then she reinstated it. She was bullied. She, she didn't actually retract it. If you want, I mean, you can go through Destiny's coverage of all this shit, and he talks about it at length. He talks about it very extensively. But the overriding pattern seems to be that there are all these people who engaged in such horrible, abusive behavior. And what's more, it was known that they were creepy weirdos. And nothing happens about it. Nothing, nothing is done over it. Until there are like these big name allegations. Why? Why are we, why do we do this? Why? We make excuses for these people. So effortlessly. It's insane to me. The issue is, we're the public. We watch these people from afar. We're not in the heated moment of abuse and manipulation that takes place in the bedrooms of these predators. We're not there. We're not in the emotional turmoil. We can, from a distance, look at this with a greater sense of, if not objectivity, then at the very least impartiality. We have the ability to do that. But so often we don't. And I guarantee you this, for every high-profile cancellation, I hate that word in this context, of an online figure for predatory behavior, there are 20, 100 people who have behaved comparably or worse, and nobody is talking about it. Easily. Easily. 100%.
And now I personally, and this is just me, I don't know about you guys, you know, I'm, maybe this is my highly subjective preference, you know, uh, preferential, you know, behavior. I personally don't like the idea of my cultural spaces online being dominated by rapists. When I go online and I think, hmm, I sure would love to watch some Counter-Strike global offensive gameplay. I do not want to be watching all of that go down. I don't want to be watching the headshots and the nicely painted knives and be thinking, hmm, I wonder who here is a fucking rapist. The problem is, I think most people agree with that. We just don't worry about that with regards to other things. Have you ever watched like a Pokemon tournament and wondered if anyone there was a murderer? Maybe you have in like a weird moment, but probably generally not. Because we don't generally have, okay, it's true. People, adults who play Pokemon are all murderers. I'm sorry, that was a very bad example. I apologize. But generally speaking, I don't think we have like this hidden murder problem in online spaces the same way we do this hidden rapist problem. And it's frustrating for me because in an environment where the public is completely unwilling to do, to, to take any burden of, of, of meaningfully checking the behavior of these public figures, we, we don't know and we can't know. You know? So, God, this is getting a little bit abstract. How do we, how do we put a bow tie on all this? I don't give a fuck about Shane Dawson, okay? Shane Dawson, are you ready for it? Here's the real denunciation, is cringe. I bet you haven't heard that one before, folks. I, now that is a new criticism of Shane Dawson if, if, uh, if one has ever been levied. It's true, though. Uh, he is, and I mean this in every, in the most sincere possible way, the, an unbelievably cringy person in every way. Even his predatory behavior is cringe. That's the worst thing. That is the worst thing. When I see him, like, creeping on 10-year-old girls, he even manages to make that cringy, as opposed to just uniformly disgusting. It's not just I watch it and my stomach curdles at the sheer displeasure of seeing his predatory behavior. It's that even in that specific instance, even with his predatory behavior, he is so cringy that that characteristic overrides, um, overrides like everything else. It's like dumping a bunch of vinegar into a fucking like soup, you know, like you can always taste it. You can always taste it. Shane Dawson, there's always time to cringe with Shane Dawson, okay? Anyway, cringe aside, what do we do? Well, here's my suggestion to you guys, okay? How about we fucking pay attention to behavior? How about we pay attention? That's all I'm asking from you. Here, it'll save you a lot of effort too, because how stupid will you feel if you spend your entire life simping for a YouTuber, and then in 2024, it turns out that they've been like, I don't know, like going over to Sudan to rape like fucking war refugees uh, every summer, you know? And you find out and you think like, damn, I did, uh, I did not think they were raping Sudanese refugee children. I did not believe that, but here they are. But they are doing that. Fuck. And then you feel like a fucking idiot, you know? You feel like a real buffoon. 
But maybe you should have paid a little bit more attention to the fact that they were taking summer trips to non-disclosed country every single year, and afterwards they spend three months talking about um, how actually, you know, um, uh, the age of consent is a social construct. I don't know. There's something you could have done, in my opinion, to have paid better attention. And the reason I believe this is because every time one of these big Me Too moments happens, everything else come, becomes clear in retrospect. Have you ever noticed that? Like every time, every time this happens, we look back on all the previous behavior and we're like, <sighs> very rarely is this completely out of the blue. Like very rarely is it like with, with absolutely no forewarning whatsoever, someone turned out to be a rapist. So how about we pay attention? Just pay attention, even to the people you like. That's all I ask, because, man, it's not always going to be as obvious with people like Shane Dawson, but following the Twitch Me Too drama, there have been a lot, there have been a lot, a lot of edgy, kind of right-leaning people on Twitter talking about how anytime a guy flirts, it's rape nowadays. Or, geez, how are you even supposed to talk to women nowadays with all this Me Too stuff? Or, wow, it's so hard to be a man nowadays with all these allegations. And what they're signaling to you right now, probably unintentionally, is that they're too socially incompetent to know how not to rape a woman. Maybe pick up on those signals. When you hear a guy talking about how he's afraid to be around women these days, um, because of Me Too, maybe think like, okay, all right, what are you suggesting, you know? When you see people talking about how feminism or Me Too has gone too far, does this mean this person is a rapist? Well, no, not intrinsically, but maybe think like, okay, what are you signaling with that information? What are you trying to tell me? When you see people making YouTube videos where they defend the um, accused in Me Too situations, pay attention to their language. Now, I want to contrast something, and then I'm going to end this bloated, godforsaken segment, okay? And then we'll do donos, I guess, okay? Here's a really important distinction, okay? Destiny has been doing coverage of the Twitch Me Too accusations. And, as part of that, one of the, um, one of the uh, uh, accused whose allegations he went over, he actually determined these accusations to be insubst not insubstantial. Like he went over and he said, okay, well, this one isn't really making any specific accusations, and this one's dates contradict the dates presented here, and this person really made no accusations. They were just like really emotional. Like they didn't actually accuse anything. They were just making a bunch of very broad emotional statements and so on and so forth. And he looked through all of it, and he thought, okay, I don't think there are any legitimate accusations against this person. Now that is a responsible way to be critical of an accusation, in my personal opinion. Because there are some accusations, especially against public figures, which are not going to be fully legitimate. Trust me, I know. Um... And for that reason, being a little critical when you look over it is reasonable. But there's a very big difference 
between being critical because an accusation doesn't hold up and being critical in other ways. Like, say, for example, something I've been seeing all over the internet right now. That stupid bitch was a fucking drunk. She doesn't know what she was doing. She was just trying to get attention. She was just using him for Twitch clout anyway. So if he expected sex from her following all that, I mean, can she? Can you really fucking, like, blame him? Oh, that stupid cunt. That bitch was always at parties following him around. She clearly wanted his attention. So on and so forth and so forth. You clip me. You know people are talking like that, right? That's what we call, in the humble academic community, rape apologia. And a lot of people don't seem to understand the difference between a healthy skepticism of accusations, which is inherent to our belief that we are innocent until proven guilty, and uh, using that pretense of skepticism as an excuse to attack the accusers. So maybe pay attention to that behavior. And let me tell you, if all these people, all these YouTubers and Twitter tweeters, and so on and so forth, who engage in that type of behavior, one, two, three years down the line, end up doing some weird fucking Me Too shit themselves. Do not be surprised. And certainly don't be surprised if their fan base is doing it too. That's the real fucking worry. For every one YouTuber who gives away that they don't know what consent means with their tweets, there are a hundred thousand of those YouTubers' followers who go along with them. Unfortunate, but, you know, just pay attention, okay?